Well, again, thank you for being here tonight. I'm excited because I've got a good friend of mine uh, with me this evening. Uh, John Chastine is a pastor of Victory Church in Oklahoma City. Uh, Victory Church uh, is one of the largest churches in the United States. But beyond that, they're doing some incredible things to reach their community in really practical ways. Uh, they know how to love their community and serve their community well. I spent uh, just over, right at, I guess, around, around two years there before I came here, and uh, I love my time there. It really did help prepare me for everything that God's got for me here, and we're co-workers there, and uh, he, like I said, he's just a great friend. I'm so appreciative of him, his wife, Michelle, and uh, just their friendship and their investment in us, but uh, John is ready to preach, and he's going to bring a great word tonight, so this is what I want you to do. I want you That's my sound man messing with me, I guarantee you. Dude, is this a bad dream? Did I, am I dreaming this? This is what I want you to do tonight. I want you to get ready to take notes. Is John's mic going to work? We're good? Just making sure. I want you to be ready to take some notes tonight because he spoke to our staff earlier today and uh, I'm going to have to be working through these notes for a week or so just to, to process it all. Such good content, such good information, but even more important than the content is this guy's heart. He is golden. He loves people. He loves God. And so I know he's going to, uh, we're going to get a ton out of this tonight. So be ready to, to enter in, be ready to receive everything that God has for you tonight. So please welcome with me to the stage, Pastor John Chastain. Summit Church, it is so awesome to be with you, and I, I feel kind of special, like your first Wednesday night service you've ever done, and, and I get to come. I just feel honored. Can I scoot closer? I don't know if this is allowed, but I feel like I'm too far away from you guys. Uh, I'm just honored to be here, and uh, you know, Pastor Mel has been the, the pastor here for long enough for you guys to know this, this man's heart, and I, I, I don't have to tell you uh, how blessed you guys are to have Pastor Mel and Pastor Kim. Can you give them a hand? <clears throat> they just have enormous hearts and enormous vision and enormous passion. And, and can I just tell you guys, what you guys are experiencing at this church is not normal. I don't know if you know that or not. The growth you're having, the excitement that you're having, the momentum that you're having is not normal. Most churches don't experiencing what, aren't experiencing what you're experiencing. This is not normal. This is amazing. This is something to celebrate. This is something to be excited about. And... You know, with, with, any, with any type of growth comes change, right? With any type of growth comes growing pains. But man, what a blessing it is to have those growing pains. What a blessing it is. I told the staff uh, today that the, the pains that come with growth, they're still pains. They still hurt. But man, there are churches all over the country who would beg to have the pains that you guys are having. This is great. So there's no better time for you to invest. There's no better time for you to plug into what God is doing here and invest your time and your talent and your treasure because God's doing something special here. And God did not bring you here on accident just to receive, just to consume. God brought you here to be a part of what God's doing here. So uh, sorry to preach a sermon before the sermon, but I'm just excited about what God's doing here uh, for all of you guys. And um, I'm gonna try to look up to the balcony occasionally because I'm, I'm not used to balconies. So, so make some noise in the balcony. Can you make some noise? Not bad. Okay. Okay. We're going to, we're going to practice that. Okay. So I'm kind of an interactive pastor. So I'm going to make you guys talk back to me occasionally and I'll, sh I'll show you how. So, so, um, first off, what I want to talk about is, 
have you ever noticed how um, the insurance companies have brainwashed us? I don't know if you've, you've picked up on this or not. Uh, I, want, I want to prove it to you, okay? So I'm going to say some things, and I want you to finish the phrase that I'm saying, okay? You ready? You, get, you have to participate, okay? We'll do it over again if you don't do it the first time. So I have to participate. So like a good neighbor. You know how many millions of dollars they spent to train your brain to know that, right? So, so, uh, so how about this one? You're in good hands with? See what I mean? They have trained us, and we don't even realize they've trained us. Now, this one doesn't require words, but it requires a vocal thing, okay? So I'm going to say it, and then you'll know what to do. I won't have to tell you. Ready? We are farmers. <laughs> Drop the mic, walk off the stage. Like my, You guys already know, okay? Now, the last one, the last one I'm just going to hum, Okay? You're, and you're going to know what I'm doing before I ever, before I ever even finish it, okay? <laughs> I don't even have to use words. You guys are so trained by the millions of dollars, probably billions of dollars that have been spent by these insurance agencies to fabricate our minds, to remember them, to think about them. They use people like Peyton Manning to ingrain in our brain. You think of Peyton Manning, you think Nationwide is on my side, right? They've spent millions of dollars to train us with this. But what I came to do tonight is to take one of these phrases, okay, and we're going to reshape our brains. I'm going to take the millions of dollars that they spent, and I'm going to use it for us tonight. I'm going to take what they spent money on, and we're going to use it to lift ourselves up and encourage ourselves in the Lord. I am going to wreck their marketing campaign, because every time you hear this commercial, you're going to be thinking of something totally different than, than, their, than their brand. Okay, you ready? So let's go. If you have your Bible, go with, to, uh, with me to Psalm, okay? Psalm 118. Psalm 118. Uh, and I'm going to start in verse uh, five. Now, we only have one screen working tonight, but it's probably going to have my notes on it, I think. So, so if you don't have your Bible with me, you can just follow along on the screen, okay? There's a giant one behind me. So Psalm 118.5 says this. It says, I called upon the Lord in distress. The Lord answered me, and he set me in a large place. I love that. Watch this. The Lord is on my side. <laughs> right? I will not fear what can man do to me, okay? So the title of my talk, the title of what I want to talk to you about tonight is God is always on my side. This, can you do it with me just one time? Okay, do it with me. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna sing the tune. This won't be the last time you do it tonight. So we're going to sing this tune together, and by the end of the night, you're going to be like nationwide who? Ready? On the count of three. If you forgot, it's God is always on my side. One, two, even in the balcony. One, two, three. God is always on my Man, I am impressed. Pennsylvania, you guys are on it. I'm impressed, okay? I have, to, I have to tell my congregation to do it like three times before they actually do it. So I'm impressed, okay? So can I pray? And then we're going to dive into this and have some fun. Uh, Father, thank you for tonight. Thank you for this church. Thank you for the people represented in this church because... These walls aren't the church, we're the church. And so we gather here tonight, Father, to glorify you, to magnify you, of which we've already done. But God, we also gather to go to the one place that we know is a sure foundation. We go to the one place that when everything else in our life is failing us, we know that we can go to your word because it's truth and it's the rock, God. We can go to it to find uh, comfort. We can go to it to find encouragement. We can go to it for you to convict us in a loving way. And so we open our minds, we open our hearts to go to this place tonight, Father. 
I pray that this would be a special night. These people have suffered today. They've been at work. God, they've sacrificed to be here. Father, will you fill them up? Will your Holy Spirit come tonight and make this different? God, do something in our lives tonight. We invite you here in Jesus' name. Amen. So I don't know if you know this or not, but it matters who's on your side, right? Like when I was a kid, we would play kickball on the playground and we would have the, the captains and we'd, we'd, we'd divvy up and we're, we're picking teams, y'all do this. And, and I knew that if I, I had to get these two or three guys on my team if I wanted to win, why? Because it mattered who was on my side. Like we're Oklahoma, me and, I, me and my man Oscar, we are Oklahoma City boys. What does that mean? It means we are all about the Oklahoma City Thunder. Like, any, any Thunder fans in here? <laughs> that was awkward. Okay. So you can bet that when KD was a traitor, Kevin Durant was a traitor and traded on us and went to goals. I'm not bitter. I'm praying through it. We're not bitter. But why, why, why did that upset it? Because it mattered who was on our side. Like, we're going to be okay. We got Westbrook. We're believing for a great season. Why am I talking about basketball? I don't know, but it's a tangent and go with me. So, but why am I talking about this? Because it matters who's on your side. Why do sports agencies spend millions and millions and millions of dollars drafting the particular players and recruiting? Because it matters who's on your side. And so we're all familiar with insurance policies, right? Have you ever, you've been there. You know about insurance policies and what happens when there's a salesman and he comes to you and he says, now this is your coverage. Uh, you have this much coverage and it covers this in case this happens, right? And they'll, they'll take this contract and they'll spin it around so you can see it and they'll shove it to you. And it's like 12 pages long and you're like, I'll never read this, but I guess I'll trust you and just sign it. So, so we're familiar with this thing called insurance, that it covers us. Well, tonight I wanna be this, this guy from Oklahoma who comes to remind you of your coverage. Sometimes you, ref- you forget your coverage, have you ever been in a place where something breaks in your house? And you're like, oh my gosh, where's the contract? I need to go review this thing and to, to make sure whether or not this thing's covered. You'll pull it out, you'll flip through it, you'll try to discover, okay, yes, it is covered or no, it's not covered. And so what I wanna do tonight is I wanna remind you of some things, okay? If, if I, like I'm the slicked back car salesman tonight, reminding you, trying to, I wanna try to sell you something tonight. Some of you have been serving God your whole life and you need to be reminded of God's coverage in your life. Somebody in here or watching online maybe doesn't know God at all. They don't know what kind of coverage comes with God. I came tonight for one reason and one reason only is to remind you that God is always on your side. He's there, he's got you covered. He's gonna cover you, okay? So, so let's, let's go, uh, I'm gonna slide you guys a contract. We're gonna go through it page by page, okay? Seven things, seven types of coverage I wanna show you guys tonight that you have coverage in when you are a believer, when you are a follower of Christ. Flip to page one with me, and we're gonna go to the first type of coverage that we get when we uh, are under God's covering, and that is this. Number one, front side coverage. Front side coverage. Let me show you a couple of these. So in Deuteronomy chapter 31, verse eight says, do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord will personally go ahead of you. He will be with you. He will never fail you nor abandon you. Again, when Moses and the children of Israel, it's explaining what's happening in Exodus chapter 13, verse 21. It says, by day, the Lord went ahead of them in a pillar of cloud to guide them on their way. And by night in a pillar of fire to give them light so that they could travel by day or night, neither the pillar of cloud by day, nor the pillar of fire by night, left this place, where was it at? 
was in front of them, leading them, guiding them, showing them. This is, this is one of the benefits, this is one of the types of coverage that we get when we serve God. We get to serve a God who's going before us. There's a, there's a psalm that says that he goes before us and he makes our paths straight. He's going before us. Uh, this, this is David. David's fighting the Philistines and he's inquiring of the Lord. And, and, and the Lord speaks back to him in 2 Samuel chapter 5, verse 24. It says, as soon as you hear the sound of marching in the tops of the poplar trees, move quickly. Because that will mean the Lord has gone out in front of you to strike the Philistine army. This is encouraging. <laughs> this is amazingly special for us. And I came to remind you that there we serve a God who not only is with us, but he goes out before us. He goes out in front of us. Did you know that the only instrument that we have as Christ followers that has the ability to go into the future is our prayers. Your worry doesn't go into the future. Sleepless nights don't go into the future. Anxiety doesn't go into the future. It doesn't have the ability to. Worry can't go into the future, but your prayers have the ability to go before you. And sometimes we just want to worry. We want to have, and, and I struggle with this. Every, every human being struggles with worry and anxiety and fear. And, but we have to realize that prayers are the only thing, the only instrument that we have that can actually go into our tomorrow for us, be for us, and for us. Uh, Isaiah chapter 45 verse 2 says this. It says, God speaking. It says, I love this. It says, I will go before you and will level the mountains. That's powerful. I will break down gates of bronze and cut through bars of iron. I will give you hidden treasures, riches stored in secret places so that you may know that I am the Lord, the God of Israel who summons you by name. Amen. Isaiah chapter 65 verse 24 says this. It says, before they call, I will answer. We serve a God who before you can even get the words out of your mouth, he's already up there. He's already in our future, working things out that we don't even know he's working out for us. This is the God that we get to serve, a God that goes before us and works things out for us, for our benefit. But, but it says, so the scripture says that he goes before us. Before we can even get the words out of our mouth, he's already there. But you know what that tells me? We still have to get the words out of our mouth. You still gotta speak it. You still gotta pray. You still gotta send those prayers out into the future. So number one, page one, we got front side coverage. Praise God. We got front, but it doesn't stop there. We get to flip to page two of our contract. And page two of our contract tells us this that we got backside coverage. Now, I'm not talking about this backside, okay? Keep that backside covered. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about that kind of backside coverage. I'm talking about the backside coverage of God that, he, listen, turn to your neighbor and say, God's got your back. Come on, say, now, turn to the other, now turn to the other person and say, You're my second choice, but God's got your back too. So, so God goes before us, he gives us front side coverage, but then he gives us backside coverage. And many of you, you know this. You know that my kids know that they're supposed to look both ways before they cross the street. Why? Because I've told them it over and over and over again. But you know what, tomorrow when I fly back home, I'm probably gonna talk to my kids in the front yard and I'm gonna say, hey, look both ways before you cross the street. What am I doing? I'm telling them it again. Why? To remind them of it. And you know what? When I remind them of it, it's just as important that time as it was the very first time because if they don't listen to me, right, 
there's consequences. I came to remind you of something that you already know. Why? To build your faith, to encourage you. So you got front side coverage and you got, you got backside coverage. So watch this, Exodus chapter 14, verse 19. It says, then the angel of God, who had been traveling in front of Israel's army, withdrew and went behind them. The pillar of cloud also moved from in front and stood behind them, coming between the armies of Egypt and Israel. Throughout the night, the cloud brought darkness to one side and light to the other side, so that neither side, so that neither went near the other all night long. We get to serve this God who not only leads us and guides us and takes us and keeps us from going the wrong way and keeps us from going, the, but he says, you know what? I'm also gonna come around your backside and say, no, 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 this is my child. Right? So when we're distracted with life and we're going through life and we don't even realize that, the, that we don't, sometimes, did you know that sometimes you don't even realize that God's protecting your backside? You don't realize that your 16-year-old almost got T-boned at the corner down here and God protected them and you were at home and didn't even know it. Did you know that sometimes uh, there was a board meeting that took place and they were considering firing you, but God took care of you. God protected you. When you didn't even know he was protecting you, he was protecting you. We serve a God that has our back. And you say, well, John, bad things have happened to me. So I did lose my job. So what now? We serve a God who's big enough to take something that the enemy meant to harm us with and say, oh, I can work with that too. I got something better for you. I got a better job for you. We serve a God that has our back so much so that when the enemy attacks us from the back and, and, and seems to have won the victory, God's like, no, 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 no. I can use that for a testimony. That divorce, oh, I can use that. That addiction that you had, oh man, I, I can use that too. So we serve a God that has our front and has our back. He's always got our back. Can we, can we say it just one time together? God is always on. Okay, one, two, three. Good, I'm telling you, you guys are good at that. I usually have to make them do it twice just to get the people in the back like this. I'm not saying that, silly. Not here, you guys are awesome. So number one, we got front side coverage. Number two, we got, we got backside coverage. Number three, we got upside coverage. Watch this, Psalm 91.1. Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, he is my refuge. My fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely he will save you from the fowler's snare and from the deadly pestilence. Watch this, verse four. He will cover you. He will cover you with his feathers and under his wings you will find refuge. My kids, sometimes they'll get real brave during a rainstorm and they'll run out in the backyard. They're dancing in the rain, having a good time. I can promise you one clap of thunder and they have turned tail and ran back. Why? Because something spooked them. They didn't run anywhere, they knew where to run. They knew to run back into the protection of dad. They knew that dad was on the back porch. They knew that there's a house over there. I can get up under this protection. And God gives us this. Yes, he's got our front side. Yes, he's got our back side. But as we take steps of faith and do bold things for God, and we, we're, we're, we're plowing forward, we're out in the rain dancing, we're out in, in life doing life, when, when anything happens that might scare us or, or concern us, we have this type of coverage that we can turn tail and run back under the shadow of the Almighty. 
and say, God, thank you that you're protecting me. Thank you that I have a covering. Thank you that I, that I have a strong tower in which to run to. You know, back in the medieval days, they would live in these castles, right? And during the day, they would go out into the fields and they would plant they would work in the gardens and work in the crops and work in the fields, and they would blow a trumpet when the enemy was coming. What would they do? They would turn and run back to the fortress. Why? Because the fortress was a safe place. The fortress had high walls and protection that it didn't matter what the enemy was coming with. As long as I could get back into the fortress, I knew I would be safe. This is the coverage that God gives us. He says, come to me, run to me for protection. Come and run to me for safekeeping. And this is the type of coverage that God gives us. Watch this. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1 says, Now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. Now this word assurance, isn't it interesting that the word assurance is kind of similar to the word insurance? So, so faith is the assurance it gives us assurance. It gives us a covering. Now, what is this word assurance? Watch this. In the Greek, the word assurance is the Greek word hypostasis. It's made up of two different words, two different Greek words, one being hupo, which means under, and the other one, histemi, which means to stand. How cool is that? So it means that, that faith is the assurance that we get to stand under that I can stand under this with confidence. It's, it's what I find my faith in. I can find assurance in my God. He's my fortress I can run to. And I, have you ever heard of this thing in insurance? Any insurance people, raise your hand, in the insurance business? We still love you. It's okay. <clears throat> we all need insurance. So there's this thing in insurance called an umbrella policy. Y'all heard of this? It's called an umbrella policy. What it means is that anything up under the umbrella of this policy is covered. So if, if you have an umbrella policy and you have a swimming pool in your backyard, if, if your neighbor's kid falls in the pool and busts his head open, it's covered because it falls under the umbrella of coverage. This is the umbrella that we get when we, get to, when we walk up under the, the faith of God. It's our covering. It's our umbrella. And, and unfortunately, at times in life, we choose to step out from under the covering of God. It's a choice. We get the choice of whether we want to stay up under the covering of God. And God says, I'll protect you, I'll keep you. And, and it's a choice that we have. So we have to continually remind ourselves to, to stand. Let me ask you this. What are you standing under? Are you standing under your own abilities? Are you, are you standing under uh, chasing after a title at work? Are you chasing after, are you standing under the assurance of if I can just get this amount of money in my retirement package, then I know that everything's gonna be okay in my life, right? Are you standing under the assurance of if I can just get this title at work, if I can just finish this degree, if I could just, and we begin to stand up under things that we think are steady, we think are sure, we think will cover us, and God's saying, yeah, those, none of those things are bad. I want you to do those things but you're standing up under the wrong assurance. Our only assurance is the covering of God that we, that we run to, that we chase after. Okay, let's do it one more time. Cool. One, two, three, come on. God is, oh, I know it's cheesy, but it's awesome. I'm trying to overcome the nationwide thing. By the end of the night, it's gonna be like nationwide who? I don't even know who nationwide is. Every time the nationwide commercial goes on, I'm just like, God is always on my side. Okay. 
So we get frontside coverage, we got backside coverage, we got overside coverage. Turn to page four of our contract and it'll show us that we have underside coverage. So not only is he out in front leading us and guiding us, and not only is he back behind us protecting us, he's got our back, not only is he our covering, our protector, he is the very foundation on which we walk. He is our sure and steady foundation. He is the rock. He is the chief cornerstone. And we, have you ever tried to walk somewhere where it's muddy? Have you ever gone to a place where you, and you thought to yourself, they need to put a sidewalk right here. You don't realize how muddy something is until there's not a sure foundation there. Why are they pouring a stem wall out here? Because they need something for, the, for it to stand on. When they start building this, it's got to sit on a sure foundation. And the coverage that you and I get when we, when we agree and give our lives to Christ, God's like, I am now a sure and steady foundation for you to walk on. Let me show you this. 1 Corinthians chapter 3. I'm trying to talk fast. Chapter 3, verse 11. It says, for no one can lay any foundation other than that one already laid, which is Christ Jesus. He's, he's our underside coverage. Psalm 40, verse two says, he lifted me out of the slimy pit, out of the mud and mire. He set my feet on a rock and gave me a firm place to stand. We, this, this, is, this is good news. He is in front of us. He's behind us. He's over us. He's under us. He is all around us. But we're not done yet. Okay, we're not done yet, so let's go to page five. Page five will show me that he gives us by my side coverage. By my side coverage. Mel, come here a second. <clears throat> Usually I do this, this, this with Oscar, and he's way smaller than me. You're, you're really big. Wow. <clears throat> That's a compliment. Okay. It doesn't feel like a compliment. <laughs> it is. So... It's one thing, right? It's one thing for me to say that Mel is leading me. He's out in front, right? I'm following Mel. He's, it's another thing to say that Mel's got my back. That no matter what, that no matter what I'm going through, Mel's got my back. You know, it's another thing for, for me to say that Mel has, has me covered. Now, I'm not gonna pick you up. That's good. <laughs> but it's another thing for me to say, Mel has me covered. Man, if I, man, I'm 20 bucks short, man. Can you cover me? You got me covered, right? So he's got me covered. He, I can, he could be that, that safety that I run to, man. I'm in a pinch. I'm going through problems. I need, can you cover me, right? It's, it's another thing to say that. It's good. It's another thing for, you, for me to say that, that he is a, sh- a sure, steady rock. I'm not gonna walk on top of you. But it, to, to say that he's, he's under me. Have you ever heard somebody say that we, walk, we stand on the shoulders of those who have gone before us? You ever heard somebody say that? So, so it's another thing to say that I'm standing on the shoulders of Mel. That, that him uh, helping me become a pastor at Victory Church helped me, and, it, and it, it's true. I was a young pastor. Mel helped me. He mentored me in a lot of ways. So it's another thing for me to say that he's got my, my underside. But it's a whole nother level to say that Mel's walking beside me. It's a whole nother level. This is awkward. It is. <laughs> but, but watch this. I feel like we're going to prom or something. <laughs> but watch this. When I say that Mel is walking beside me, you know what I'm saying? I'm saying that where my foot touches, his touches. Yeah. 
what I'm saying is that if I walk through the fire, Mel walked through it with me. If I walked through the flood, if I walked through thorns, he felt them too, right? So, thanks, Mel. So it's one thing to say that God, which I am so thankful for, that God goes before us, he goes out in front of us, he's got my back. Man, that feels so good to know that God's come. Man, it feels so good that God is my covering, that I can run under him. It's so amazing to know that he is a sure, steady foundation, that if I waver, I can step back on a sure foundation and know that he's there. But man, something that just really begins to touch my spirit is to know that he's the God who walks beside us. When I go through hard times, he goes through hard. He is with us to the end, every single thing that you've walked through, every hardship that you, how do I know that? Because Jesus came down to earth. The Bible says that he was tempted in every way that we were tempted. He understands humanity, he understands pain, he understands loss, he understands guilt, he understands it because he felt it. And this God that we get to serve, and I just came to remind you of a coverage that you already knew you had. But I came to remind you that God walks with us. He walks beside us. Let me show you these. Psalm 16, 8, it says, I know the Lord is always with me. I will not be shaken for he is where? Right beside me. He's right beside me. I don't have to fear. He's right here with me. Psalm 23, 4, a verse that we all know, says, even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will not fear, right? I will fear no evil because you are with me. He's with us. He's with us. He's walking right beside us. So let's, let's review. We got front, front side coverage. We got backside coverage. We got overside coverage. We got underside coverage. And we got by my side coverage. Number six on page six, one of my favorite ones is that we've got inside coverage. Inside coverage. Not only do we get to serve this God who is all around us, 360 degrees, has us covered, but he's the God who is not only willing to walk with us, he's willing to be in us. Let me show you this. Romans chapter eight, verse uh, 10. It says, but if Christ is in you, then even though your body is subject to death because of sin, the spirit gives life because of righteousness. And if the spirit of him who raised Christ from the dead live in you, I'm gonna gonna read that again. And if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living, I'm gonna read it again. And if the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is living in us, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies because of his spirit for a third time is living in us, in us. First John 4, 4 says this, you dear children are from God and have overcome them because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. It's coverage. You talk about some coverage. I don't know if there's any insurance agents in the room, but you can't sell me this kind of coverage. It's not in your portfolio. This is a coverage that we get as Christ followers, something that just can, listen, you can, you, can, uh, you can put wings on a worm if you want to, but it doesn't make it a butterfly, right? Butterflies come from caterpillars. You know how butterflies are made? It's an inside job. It's an inside job. 
what, what makes us beautiful, what makes God, uh, what, what, makes us, what makes things in our life become look beautiful. It's something that happens on the inside. It's an inside job. Have you ever, um, oh man, I wish I would have brought one, an embroidery. You guys seen embroideries on hats and shirts? Mel has one on his shirt. Um, if, you ever, if you ever take an embroidery and you look at it from, from the bottom side, it's a mess. You're like, this is the ugliest thing I've ever seen, right? It's dysfunctional. It's chaotic. It, it looks like it's just been thrown together. And if I presented that to you, you would say like, I'm not buying this. But if you'll take that embroidery and you'll flip it and look at it from the other side, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. And sometimes our lives, when we look at our lives, sometimes they look like the underside. They look like the side that's chaotic and, and, and dysfunctional, right? But what God wants you to know tonight is that he can take dysfunction. He can take chaotic. And if you'll look at it from the other side, he can, he can, he can make something look beautiful. Why? Because it's an inside job. He does it from the inside. He wants to make you beautiful. He's turning you into a beautiful butterfly. And you can put wings on a worm if you want. You can drive whatever car you want. You can live in whatever house you want. You can have whatever title you want. You can have as much money as you want. But that does not make you beautiful. God makes us beautiful, but it's an inside job. It's an inside job. Can we do it one more time? It's getting funner to say after a while because you're reminded of the coverage and it just stirs up in your eye. Ready? One, two, three. All right, I didn't hear the balcony that time. We have to do it again, okay? On the count of three. One, come on, balcony. One, two, three. Awesome. God is always on our side. Always. All right. So the question then becomes, because up until this point, it's just one of those feel-good messages. It's just something that reminds us and makes us feel warm and cozy on the inside. Yeah, that's good. Let's go home. I'll sleep better tonight. But if we don't take anything with this and do something with it, then we all just walk out of here feeling better. But that's not the point, right? So why does God give us this coverage? That's the question. That's the real question. If, if what is the purpose in God going before us and having our back and being our cover and being our sure found, why does God walk beside me? Why does God live in me? What's the purpose? What's the point of it? Is it just so I can say, oh, I'm safe. I live in a bubble. This is awesome, right? The purpose of this is so that we're motivated and inspired and encouraged to step outside of our comfort zones and do something worth achieving to do something worth overcoming, to become something worthy of the children of God that we are. We are co-heirs with Christ. He wants us to step outside of our comfort zones and be stretched and to do something that we never thought we could do. And what gives us the courage to do it? Because he's in front of me, he's behind me, he's over me, he's under me, he's beside me, and he's in me. Therefore, I can accomplish this. I, why did God tell Joshua over and over again, be strong and very courageous? I'm talking like in a matter of eight verses, he tells this guy to be strong and very courageous like four times. Why? Because he knew what Joshua was about to go after was gonna be hard. It was gonna stretch him. It was gonna be beyond his comfort zone, over his head. And he said, you gotta be strong and very courageous. So my final point, number seven, Number seven is this, is God is on your side to get you through to the other side. 
He's on your side to get you through to the, now to the other side of what? Well, I don't know what you're going through. Maybe for you, God is on, he wants you to remind you that he's on your side so that you can get to the other side of your addiction. Maybe, maybe he wants to remind somebody that he's on your side to get you to the other side of this marital problem you're experiencing. Maybe he's on your side, he wants to remind you that he's on your side to get your kids through to the other side of puberty, amen, right? I don't know what you're, maybe he wants you to know that he's on your side because you felt deep in your heart for years that you're to quit your job and start a business, but you just can't take that first step because you don't, maybe, maybe it's your, God's been challenging you to go back to school and you're like, God, I don't have the money. I don't know that I have the brain cells to do this, right? Well, God wants you to know that he's on your side, not so you can sit back and chill in life. He's on your side so that you can take a step of boldness and faith and say, I can do this, not because it's me, but because of the God who goes before me, because of the God who is behind me, because of the God who is covering me and under me and beside me and in me. This is the God that we serve that he wants to do for us. And so look at your neighbor and say, hello, Hello. from the other side. Some of y'all get it. Oh, I know, I know. Y'all don't want me to sing it. It'll, It'll be on if I start singing. So he wants us to to get over to the other side of our circumstance and to look back and say, hello, from the other side. Yeah, I used to be over there. I used to struggle with that. But hello, I'm over here now. I'm on on this side now. He wants us to get through. You remember whenever they they walked up to the the Jordan River and and they were gonna go through to, to the other side and they took the, the Ark of the Covenant, and, which represents the presence of God, and they walk out into the, into, the, into the river, and the water backs up, and the water stops, and, and they walk through on dry land. You remember that? And they walk through to the other side. It's like, yeah, let's celebrate. This is awesome. We're through to the other side because there's no, we're not quite done yet. When you get to the other side, God was like, now, go back into the river. Oh, wait a minute, God. You just got us through the river, okay? Right? You want me to go back to the place that I was just trying to get through? Yeah, I do. And I want you to pick up 12 stones out of that river. And I want you to bring them back to the other side and stack them up as a monument. Why? So that you'll never forget what you had to walk through to get where I put you. I want you to, watch this. I want you to pick up the very stones that you walked over. The very things that you had to trudge through, the very pain that you had to walk across. I want you to take some of that to remember this moment. When Jesus healed, healed the, the lame man, he said, pick up your mat and walk. Well, what's he need his mat for? He doesn't need it anymore. He's not gonna lay on it anymore. He wanted him to take it and roll it up and put it under his arm as a reminder. That's not me anymore. That's not, this is my testimony. Anybody else lame in here? Look at my testimony. You can walk too. Anybody else in here trying to cross a Jordan River? Look at this monument. You can do it too. And God wants you to not forget the pain. He wants you to take it with you. So when you come across somebody that's going through marital problems, you can say, hey, I went through it too. And you can get through to the other side. 
I'm here as a testimony to tell you that you can get through to the other side of your addiction. You can get through to the other side of the pain. You can get through to the other side of school and, and struggling through college. You can do it. You can get through it. And this is God. This is God wants to take it with us. God wants us to take it with us. Not so it haunts us, but so, so it delivers us and helps other people come, come along and encourage other people to get through what you walk through. Man, God, God wants to get you through to the other side so that whenever you show your pretty new embroidered life, you can say, oh, but let me show you the other side. This was the pain I walked through. This was the dysfunction. This was the dysfunctional family. This was the physical abuse. This was the mental abuse. This was the sexual abuse. That I, this was the circumstances that I had to walk through. And if you'll give your life to God and allow him to cover you, can I just show you what God can do with dysfunction, what God can do with chaos, what God can do with something that you thought, man, this is the God that we serve. We get this kind of coverage. Isn't this, we should be jumping from this, uh, we should be shouting and, and, and rejoicing because of the coverage we get. And sometimes we just forget. We just forget that we have this coverage. We should always be thankful, always be excited for what God does for us. Can I show you one more thing? No? Okay. So, so let, me show, let me show you one more thing, okay? So, Second Chronicles chapter 20. This is, this is one of my favorite stories in the Bible, okay? This is Jehoshaphat, the king, and they, the enemies coming to attack them. And in chapter 1, it says this. It says, after this, the Moabites and the Ammonites with some of the Meunites came to wage war against Jehoshaphat. Some people came and told Jehoshaphat, a vast army is coming against you from Edom. Watch this. From the other side of the Dead Sea. Once you get through to the other side, doesn't mean the battle's over. There's always gonna be somebody from the other side. There's always gonna be somebody coming to attack you. There's always an enemy. God, listen, the devil doesn't want you making it to the other side. And when you do, you get a target on your back, okay? So what happens in this story is Jehoshaphat calls the whole nation of Israel together and says, we're gonna fast, we're gonna pray. He gives the prayer of his life. It's an amazing prayer. Go back and read it tonight. And then it says this, God begins to speak to them through a prophet. In 2 Chronicles chapter 20, verse 15, it says this, and he said, listen, King Jehoshaphat and all who live in Judah and Jerusalem, this is what the Lord says to you. Watch this. Do not be afraid or discouraged because of this vast army for the battle is not yours. It's God's. The battle is not yours. Why? Because God is always on my side. The battle is God's. Watch this. Tomorrow, march down against them. Now, wait a minute, God. You just said the battle's not mine. So why do I have to march? Because God's battles always require our obedience. God still wants us to put on the armor. God still wants to wake up every day with faith and boldness and march out to, for battle, right? He wants us to put on our belt, of our, our, our belt of truth and pull out the sword of the spirit and to know and to go ready for war. So he says, tomorrow, march down against them. They will be climbing up by the pass of Ziz and you will find them at the end of the gorge in the desert of Jeruel. Isn't it cool that God even knows where our enemy is? Hey, they're coming to attack you. And let me just tell you where they are. Like I got a GPS tracker on them. I know right where they are. Verse 17, you will not have to fight this battle. 
Take up your positions. So he's saying, you're not gonna have to fight, but you still gotta show up. You still gotta take up your position. You gotta stand firm and see the deliverance the Lord will give you, Judah and Jerusalem. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Go out and face them tomorrow and the Lord will be with you. He'll be in front of you. He'll be behind you. He'll be over you. He'll be under you. He'll be beside you and he'll be in you. The Lord goes to battle with us. The Lord goes to battle with us. And then we get to see the result of this in verse 29 verses uh, through 30. It says, the fear of God came on all the surrounding kingdoms when they heard how the Lord had fought against the enemies of Israel. Watch this, verse 30. And the kingdom of Jehoshaphat was at peace for his God had given him rest on every side. Front side, back side, top side, bottom side, by my side and peace on the inside. This is the coverage that we get. We serve a God who is all around us. Why? So that we can have a peace to move forward without fear, to conquer our greatest fears, to go into the world and be a light, to go in and to do something for the kingdom of God, to, to do something way outside of our comfort zones. For some of you, outside of your comfort zone would be becoming a small group leader. For some of you, outside your comfort zone would be signing up to serve, be a greeter, be an usher. For some of you, moving outside your comfort zone will be saying, you know what? Pastor Mel's been talking about tithing and I, have, I am scared to death of this. I have no idea what this means, but I'm gonna trust. Why? Because God's on my front side. He's got my back side. He's got my top side. He's got my bottom side and he's by my side. So I'm gonna step out in faith and start to trust God with my income. I'm gonna start tithing. I'm gonna start trusting God. I don't know what you're facing and I don't know what you're scared of. But the coverage that we get is so that we can move forward and advance without fear. Now, let me close with this. So a, typically an insurance agent, this is the best part of the pitch for the sales and insurance agent because they say, okay, we're gonna cover this. And they tell you how great their coverage is. And then they, they slide it around upside down and they slide it over to you. And then they go, that right there, that's your premium. And that's what's gonna be deducted from your bank account every single month. Right? The cool thing is that when God wrote this contract, he spun it around and he shoved it over to you. And he said, and by the way, I got you covered. The premium has been paid. I sent my son to die on a cross for your sins. You don't owe a dime. It's, it's a debt that you could not pay. And he's gonna pay a debt that you did not owe. It's covered. It's covered. It's a free gift. Where can we get this kind of coverage? It's unbelievable. Can you bow your heads for a second? I wanna pray for you. Father, thank you. We just wanna agree in prayer, all of us in the room, and say thank you for your coverage. God, forgive us for forgetting how covered we truly are. Forgive us for allowing anxiety and fear and worry and doubt to overtake us, Father. We are covered by the blood of Jesus to move boldly. Father, I, I pray for the people in the room who have a vision, who have things deep inside their heart that you've challenged them to do, that you've moved upon them to do, and fear and worry has kept them from doing it. Father, I pray that this message, Father, that you would cover them with your peace, that you would cover them with wisdom and foresight and knowledge and influence, that you would accelerate things in their life, God, to give them the ability to step out boldly for what you're calling them to do. 
with your heads bowed and your eyes closed, if you say, John, this message has reminded me that I have stepped out from underneath the umbrella of this coverage and I feel exposed. I, I feel as though at one time, maybe, maybe even at one time you were covered and you were up under this umbrella, you were serving God, you were all in. But over the years, life has happened. Uh, the worries and the doubts of this world has caused you to step out and to be distracted and to chase after other things in your life. And this message has reminded you to go back to the refuge, to go back to the covering that God has placed for, for us to walk under. And you need to come back to Christ tonight. Or maybe for the first time. Maybe you've never had this kind of coverage and you've chased things in your life and you've tried to figure out life on your own and you want to step up under the covering. You want to serve a God who goes before you. You want to serve a God who's got your back and he's over you and under you and beside you and in you so you can be reminded that God is always on my side. If you're, if you're here, and I'm asking everyone to keep their heads bowed and eyes closed for, privacy, for, these, for these individuals' privacies. This is their moment, not ours. It's their moment. And so I'm gonna ask you to do something really brave in just a moment. I'm gonna to count to three. We're not gonna embarrass you. We're not gonna single you out or point you out. I'm gonna ask you to do something really bold and raise your hand and say, John, will you pray for me? I want to receive this free gift. Just shoot your hand up all over the room. Keep them high, just one second. Wow, praise God. Well, well over 20 people have their hands raised high right now. And can I, can I tell you, you can, you can lower them. Can I tell you something? We're gonna go through something in a moment where we confess with our mouth. The Bible says that we need to confess with our mouth. So we're gonna do that in a minute. But can I tell you that the moment you raised your hand, you know what you did? Your hand symbolized a something that was happening on the inside. Your hand symbolized something that was happening deep inside your heart. The Bible says that out of the, out of the abundance of the mouth, the hearts, the, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And so in a moment, we're gonna speak something out of our mouth that is occurring inside of our heart. You're dedicating your life to God. You're saying, God, will you please come into my life? Will you cover me? Will you go before me? Will you have my back? Will you walk with me? And so I want us all to repeat this prayer for me together. Just say, Father God, thank you for sending Jesus to die for me. Jesus, thank you for paying the ultimate price and covering me. Thank you for paying the premiums. And today I give my life to you. I believe that you died on a cross and rose on the third day for my victory. Today I'm covered. Will you lead me? Will you protect me? Will you cover me? Can I walk with you? And will you live in me? I receive you. In Jesus' name, amen. Can we celebrate that, you guys? Isn't that exciting? <laughs> Praise God. Well, we're gonna, for, for just a few more moments, we'll get you out of here in just a few minutes. Uh, but we wanna, can you stand to your feet for just a second? We wanna have an opportunity for you to thank God. To thank God for the premium to thank God for covering the premiums for us, to thank him for the coverage. And so just for a few reflective moments, the prayer team is gonna come, they're gonna be where they go. And if you need someone to pray with you, agree with you in prayer, maybe you raised your hand for salvation and you just wanna need to hug somebody or let somebody pray over you, 
If you raised your hand, can I encourage you? Will you please let Pastor Mel or a staff member know this is not a church that wants to send you out those back doors on your own. They're a family. They want to embrace you. They want to give you resources. They want to be, walk with you. Take a connect card, fill that out. Uh, give it to somebody as you leave so that they can walk through this life with you. Amen? Let's worship. Go ahead, guys.